Welcome back to Fiat, the podcast for Catholic women. We are Renee and Maureen, and we want to give you reliable and honest information about how to be a modern Catholic woman in the world, but not of the world. We use personal experiences as well as church teachings to motivate you to always say yes to God. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. It's very interesting this week. I've had, or like last week, Renee had her stressful week, and then Mm -hmm. this week I have my stressful week. And uh, I was just realizing that last semester when this would have happened we might have just been like you know what we're gonna take a week off we've got a lot going on we don't need to do the podcast but this year we are sticking to it so i'm very proud of us also it's episode 30 it's a big one i know yeah so that's 10 episodes in 2021 i almost said 2020 but it's a whole new year also guys i have a really sad story to tell you (laughs) I am very Irish. I love St. Patrick's Day, which was yesterday, um, because we're recording on a Thursday. But um, I was so excited because my mom always makes this really good Irish soda bread, and then she sends it to all of us kids that aren't living at home. And I got my package today, and my Irish soda bread was moldy. It was pretty funny. And I was just very upset, but um, she said that she'll send me some more. So, luckily I have, I'm very spoiled and my mom does that for me. But yeah, that's my story of the week. Very nice. Yeah, moldy soda bread didn't look that that great. It really tasted like mold too. Like it was ew, so, ew, ew, yeah, ew, it was ew, bad. Ew, I hate that. Ew. ew yeah. Why would you even say that? So <laughs> yeah, nasty. in case this wasn't obvious, guys, like I bit into it ew, and I was just like, oh, it's so gross. I was like, this tastes really ew. bad. Like, really bad. And oh. I was like, oh. It's because there's mold on it. (laughs) Ew, that's like my biggest fear. I hate moldy bread so much. It's so nasty. The good thing is it won't kill you. Yeah, that's true. At least it won't kill me, so. Yay. But I, I, you know, I could just go eat the whole loaf. I think that that would not be a good idea, though. Death by soda bread on your gravestone. (laughs) Super Irish. Good way to die. Anyways. So yeah, this week we are talking about nothing to do with Irish soda bread. Um, we're talking about media and <laughs> she said questionably. <laughs> well, I like didn't know how to phrase it. We're talking about media and then how Catholics can appropriately go about consuming media and like I don't know finding the appropriate lens to look at media. I feel like that's the only word I'm going to be able to use mm-hmm. this entire episode. So if it gets overused, I apologize. But yeah. So that's what we're talking about. Okay, yeah, so we're not talking about social media this week for once in our lives. We will not be talking about social media. So we're talking about, like, I guess this kind of came up. I mean, I've been wanting to do this episode for a while because I think it's a really interesting question for Catholics. But it's funny because I've been talking a lot with, um, like, classmates, and it was a topic in our English class, like, last week of, like, what makes art good. And when we say art, like paintings, drawings, writings, like basically anything creative. And it's like, you know, does art have to be virtuous to be good? Like, can it be beautiful and still not be virtuous? And I mean, I was arguing that like at the basis, art is just here to entertain and you can get virtue out of like what would be considered immoral art. So it's just like, I think it's an interesting question though, is like, like as Catholics with strict moral, I mean, like, quote-unquote, strict moral codes, like, how do we approach the media? Because the media is very of the world, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's kind of where this came about. I don't know, Maureen, do you have any opinions? I mean, I also think it's a very interesting topic because in my house, we're pretty 
I don't know what the word is. Strict. Strict, but not <laughs> like, that's not, I don't know what the, like we have a, I get, you could say we have a strict filter, I guess is the word I'm trying to think of, but like we like care, like my mom carefully vets all the movies we watch and stuff like that. And as kids, like we didn't really listen to any like modern music or anything. Cause uh, my mom like was worried about the messages that they were sending and stuff like that. So I, as I've grown older and I've had to make my own decisions with what I want to watch and read and listen to, it's been interesting to say the least, Mm -hmm. Um, but also like surprisingly really hard. It is So I think it is a really good topic to talk about just because I feel like for the most part, people don't really talk about it. They're just kind of like, do whatever, but don't go too far. Like whatever the heck that's supposed to mean, you know? It's the advice of like our generation, like Catholic adults are like, do whatever you want, but don't go too far. It's like, what does that mean? That's not helpful. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. Anyway, yeah, (laughs) that's a topic for another day. But yeah, I mean, I think it's a really interesting question because growing up, like, um, I think that I was allowed to watch a lot of stuff that, like, maybe a lot of other people wouldn't have been allowed to, I guess. <laughs> like, I wasn't, like, scandalized or anything, but I mean, like, I was a pretty mature kid and, like, watching movies is something that, like, me and my dad really bond over. Like, I've talked about this a lot in the past two weeks because I don't know why it keeps coming up in conversation, but I have an obsession with mafia mob gang related movies. It's actually terrifying. Um, it's not terrifying. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's just like any obsession, it's not great. But I love them so much. And over quarantine, like me and my dad just went through like a list, kind of like our own list, and we watched a lot of them, and it's really fun. And my favorite TV show ever um, is Peaky Blinders, so which is about the English mob in the twenties. So, yeah, so I you could definitely say that I have a unique taste in media. I mean, for, like, if anyone listening, like, knows this, you know, coming up, baseball season's coming up, and I was just telling Maureen, like, oh it's gosh. time for my yearly watch of Bull Durham, and, I mean, that movie is not necessarily the most moral thing you could watch, but it is one of the best movies ever made. But so, anyway, <laughs> I could talk about TV and movies all day, but... Yeah, so I think, like, it's interesting because I know that a lot of, like, Catholics are really strict on movies, and they have a lot of rules, like, no rated R movies, no movies with sex scenes, things like that, and personally, I don't think that that's a great rule. I mean, I think that it comes from a place of, like, prudence, and it's probably, like, it's good for them, but... I don't, like, nowadays, movies can be rated R for literally just showing someone smoking a cigarette. So I don't know if that's the best thing now for, like, a modern generation because, like I said, a lot of rated R movies really aren't that bad or they're just rated R for violence, which, I don't know. I don't think it's as bad as, like, sex stuff. So, but, um, because you weren't allowed to watch rated R movies, right? Um, I mean, it wasn't, like, an outspoken rule. I've, mm. I think we actually have, maybe I have, I don't know. But, like, for the most part, we just... Because there was kids in the house, we didn't watch adult movies at all, like, in, in, because my younger brother- What do you consider, like, an adult movie? I mean, just, like, (laughs) anything beyond VeggieTales, and then, like, (laughs) really, like, very, like, we only watched very clean movies, because there was kids around, and there was no, like, we didn't have TVs, like, we just had one TV, so, like, it's impossible for you to watch anything without the little kids seeing, so, I mean, I don't actually mind growing up that way, and- I, like, I had a really good upbringing, but, like, only recently have we even started watching, like, movies about the saints that are, like, really graphic and stuff like that, um, and my, my younger brother still has a really hard time watching anything that's graphic at all, so we don't really watch it very much still, but, I mean, I also agree that, like, 
so for example, like there's some movies made about slavery that are R-rated and they do have sex scenes in them, which I think could be taken out, but they're not like romantic sex scenes. So if you know what I mean, like it's like violent. Like, yeah. so that's then, like why they're R-rated. And I think that historical accuracy is, is important. So yeah, like you said, some of them are R-rated just for violence. So even like some yeah. saint movies are R-rated. Yeah. And also just like, I'm sorry, but I mean, every movie in the modern age has a sex scene in it. Like there's really no getting yeah. around it. But I think, like, if we're being honest with ourselves, you know, for the most part, sometimes I can catch you by surprise, you know when the scene is coming. So, like, just watch, I mean, just skip the scene. Like, Netflix has the 10-second fast-forward. With Amazon, you can, like, move, like, you could, like, hover and move it. Like, you don't have to watch the sex scene. Like, you can skip it. So, like, when it comes to, like, movies and TV shows, I mean... I know that a lot of people probably disagree with this, but I, I think it's okay to watch things that might have questionable content if you know that you're mature enough to skip that content. Now, if you know that you're not mature enough to skip that content, don't watch it. Don't put yourself in that position. But, like, Peaky Blinders has, like, a lot of sex scenes in it, and I warn people of that when I recommend it. But, like, you know when they're coming, and I, you can just skip them. Like, it's not... You don't, I mean, you don't have to watch them. Like, no one is forcing you to. Right. But, um... At least when it comes to, like, streaming services. But also, you know, if you're, if you're unsure, like, and you have a friend who's watched the show, you could ask them and, like, kind of know what to expect. Like, me and my friend Janissa, like, she recently watched Bridgerton, and then she told me, she was like, oh, this isn't great. It has a lot of scenes in it. Maybe not. So, like, I think, you know, just taking one for the team sometimes and asking around. Um, like I said, when I recommend shows to friends, I usually, like, preference with, like, you know, you got to be prudent to watch this one. Or, oh, it's good. There's no scenes. Like, I think just being honest with what we're watching is really important too. But, you know, just to plug my other favorite show, Mad Men. Why I love Mad Men so much is because, like, I mean, like, people are having sex in that show, but it's never explicitly shown. It's very, like, tastefully done. I don't like saying that, but it's true. Um, So you can watch that show. I mean, I guess it's, like, still questionable because the morals aren't great, but at least, like, you don't have to see it, which I think is hard to find nowadays. Yeah. My favorite example, I heard actually Catholic Late Night, those guys talk about this, which is really interesting to me, is like, a good example of a popular show that Catholics probably shouldn't be watching is actually Friends. Yes. And my mom actually, the one show that I was never really allowed to watch growing up was Friends, and I was, I was never really too upset about it, but when I got into high school, like, everyone was watching Friends, and I yeah. was like, what is the deal with this? So I've still never, like, watched Friends from start to finish, like, it's on our TV sometimes, so I watch it, but like... If you really think about that show, it's just about friends sleeping with friends and then sleeping with other friends and joking about sleeping with friends. And, like, it's just not that great. And, like, the like Maureen said, like, the jokes are funny. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's a funny show. It's actually very funny. But when you really talk about, like, when you really think about what they're joking about, it's it's kind of gross. Yeah, I mean, for a lot of these things, like, it's degrading, too. Like, and, like, for friends, you know, like, mm. they don't, like, the... They don't really, like, respect each other very much. So, like, even on that level, like, it's not great. And I do, I've seen a lot of clips from Friends, and I think it's hysterical. Which is, it's funny, that's how they get you. Right, exactly. Like, that's the problem. Like, shows like this are so good, and then when you watch it, it's like, oh, but this is also really bad at the same time. You know, it's like, it's it's well written, it's great acting, but what they're talking about and what they're living out is not a good example to be following. And I think it's interesting because, like, if we're talking about Mad Men or really any show, like, 
I find it interesting because the writer really has a choice. You know, they can either make it historically accurate and include these scenes in it because that's what was happening, you know, in Mad Men. Like, that's what would have happened. So either they put it in there to show accuracy, they don't put it in there and it just feels kind of stiff. But, like, at the same time, if you put it in there, like, that's not great for audiences. Like, I don't care who you are. Like, we don't need to see that. That's very, like, that's something that should not be you know, record it, if that makes sense. So I find it hard to draw the line between, like, yes, watching it and skipping it is great, but at the same time, like, you're also supporting that type of media. And so Mm -hmm. it's really hard to, like, say, like, oh, it's, like, a good movie and entertainment versus, like, by me watching it, I'm saying, yes, make more of this content. Yeah, that's the tricky thing with TVs and movies is, like, you are giving your money to the industry that's making the problem worse. But, like, honestly, and this is just me at a practical level, there are, like, the, oh, gosh, like, the Christian media outlets or, like, the shows that are so, like, you know, they don't show anything, there's no sex, it's all very moral. Like, they're bad. They're badly made. And, like, they're boring. And I mean, (laughs) I just know, like, I don't want to watch that. It's the same storyline over and over again. So that's where they get me is it's like, well, this show is really well done and oh well, which isn't great, but yeah, it's true. But I mean, yeah, like the Christian media, they like have low budgets. They don't have the best actors because they have low budgets that they can't attract anybody. So like the movies that they make or the TV shows are not really that enjoyable to watch. Like it's just kind of painful sometimes. And, like, I want to support them, but, like, Renee said, like, I'm not watching movies to be, like, you know, I have to support those people that are trying to do good things. Like, I want to watch movies to enjoy myself. So, it is really difficult to find, like, what's something that I can do to have fun that's not supporting this industry. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's interesting. But it also comes back to the question of, like, what is the purpose of art, like, yeah. Is the purpose of art to entertain us and to make us happy or is the purpose to like make us grow into better human beings and to create something beautiful? It's tricky. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But we have to go to our commercial break. Oh, <laughs> we're going to go to our commercial break. Dun, dun, dun. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by WCUA, the Catholic University of America's official student-run radio station. We encourage you to tune in to our live broadcasts on wcua.caster.fm. Before we return to the podcast, here's a word from our sponsors. Please visit the Cardinal Cupboard located in the Priz in room 107F. The Cardinal Cupboard is Catholic University's food pantry that provides non-perishable food to any member of the Catholic University community who is experiencing food insecurity. Our spring 2021 hours are Tuesday from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., Wednesday from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m., and Thursday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. For more information, please visit service.catholic.edu. Thank you. The International Business Club invites you to come to our event called What to Do with an International Business Degree. There will be fun games, info about future careers, and a grand prize. The event will take place over Zoom on Wednesday, March 24th at 7.30 p.m. The Zoom link can be found on the Nest. We hope to see you there! Are you looking for a better way to connect with members of the CUA community? Are you behind on the university happenings? Check out SIDPOD, the podcast where your community directors share what is going on in their daily lives and talk about the important things happening in residence life and the university in general. Get the staff's perspective on things and join in the conversation with your own ideas.
We're so excited to be working in collaboration with WCUA. New episodes are posted every Wednesday, so be sure to check back for new episodes every week. Finally, we are looking for podcast editors. Experience is not necessary. Email us at radiowcua at gmail.com for more information. And now, back to the podcast. Okay, so we're back from our commercial break. <laughs> and we kind of, like, I could go on and on about movies and TV Me shows, too. but we probably all... <laughs> been talking about the past week with people is movies and TV shows. <laughs> That's true. It has been, like, very much go-to in our conversations. Yeah. But anyways, we should probably move on because... <laughs> We have two other things to talk yeah, about. Yeah, we don't want to, like, bore you to tears. So. Um, we also are going to talk about music and books, which Renee's probably going to have to do most of the book stuff because I don't really read any books. Um, <laughs> but, all right, I can start us off with music, at least. For me, I feel like music is really what changed my attitude a lot. Like, when I was in uh, elementary middle school, I, I was homeschooled, and I was definitely very innocent from that, which not gonna lie it was nice like it was nice to be innocent and then I went to high school joined the track team which was notorious for their inappropriate jokes and just like overall stupidness it wouldn't be a track team without it exactly right and they like introduced me or like I wouldn't say introduced me but just like hanging around them like I started like listening to a lot more like pop music I eventually started swearing, um, which still not like super happy about, but <laughs> yeah, that's just like how it happened. And I really think that music had a lot to do with that too, because today's music has a lot more swearing than music ever did before. Um, and so just like hearing these words a lot in the music normalized it a lot more for me than in conversation, which is I feel like is interesting. But as a kid growing up, music was always how I learned everything. Speaking of homeschooling, we used to have this CD that had songs for like just like the most random subjects and things like that. So like I can tell you all of the bones in the body because I know a song for it. So I think like music really teaches you things because it's just like ingrains itself in your brain and I think so music can be like a really huge trap for people in terms of morality yes I have strong opinions about music similarly to movies I was definitely raised in a very like musical family like I played guitar and piano until like eighth grade um the first concert I went to was Joe Badamasa he's a really famous blues singer I like grew up going to concerts it was like the one thing in my family that we were allowed to like miss school for or like miss something for like it was like I don't know and so I'm a big music geek as well when people ask me what kind of music I like I'm like I don't know everything but um (laughs) I actually have thought about this a lot lately because recently for those of you who know who Morgan Wallen is he's a country singer before his whole like racial slur episode um he got a new album out that I'm actually obsessed with and um there was a music review on the Rolling Stones about how country has become just a bunch of like men singing the same cliche over and over again and like that it's really bad music which I actually completely disagree with. First of all if we're gonna call country music cliche we have to call every other genre cliche because like at the end of the day none of the music is really that new. No. Um, (laughs) But the thing that I think is why people keep going back to country and why people are still listening to it is because although I'm, I'm not gonna sit here on like my soapbox and tell you that country music is like super moral and everything but it does have like morals in it that a lot of the other industries don't like it's a big um genre focused on family um like small town values um like a lot more songs that have religious undertones to them like very much 
a more like musical industry they also have some of the best drinking songs ever created like like but so I'm not gonna like argue that country music is like the best genre but like I think it's a good example of music in the sense that like when you get to rap and pop I mean country music talks about sex of course it does but rap and pop talk about it so much more explicitly and yes in such a more disgusting manner that like I can't listen to it whereas country music is like okay I know that you're talking about sex but like at least it's also, like, a good song, and it's not, like, the only <laughs> thing that it's about, you know? Like, rap talks about sex, and it's not even good, so... I mean, I'm the biggest hypocrite when it comes to music, though, because I, I really listen to, like, anything, but, like, also, like, if you know Dave Grohl, he's the lead band of the Foo Fighters, like, he talks a lot about how pop music is just, like, meaningless, like, it doesn't even hold any, like, substance to it, because it's so, like, fluff-based. Uh, I mean, he's, like, the... Like, he... he was in Nirvana and things like that, so once again, I'm not gonna act like he's, like, the moral, um, like, high point or anything, but, I mean, when you do get into more, like, um, like, genres that have a longer history and things like that, like, you can really see how, like, the morality has, like, shifted in the past few years, and especially with country music, it's gotten a lot more explicit, too. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, like, interesting to see how people are really, like, in the music industry, like, letting go of morals or things that would be considered shameful, like, even, like, five years ago and yeah I do think like my mom doesn't listen to any song that um like says like that curses God which I think is a really good standpoint and I think that is a good question to ask is like if saying GD in a song is okay why is it okay to say it why isn't it okay to say it in public so questions that we should ask ourselves when it comes to music yeah I mean you kind of yeah. talking for a while <laughs> I know I just like <laughs> I just think it's an interesting question because it's like if we allow ourselves to be immersed in that when we like what we listen to really shapes how we think like yes. Maureen was saying so it's just really interesting to see like how our playlists line up with our morality and a lot of times they don't so interesting questions yeah yeah something that I think about a lot too is like if like if you had to pick one thing that basically like every song on the charts has been about for the past like 60 years it's love like, mm-hmm. people are always talking about they love somebody, they want to oh, be yeah. with somebody, breakup song, whatever. And a lot of songs, like, taint love. And it's like, obviously love is a very beautiful thing. Like, God is love and all this stuff. And so I think one way to look at it is, like, and I agree with Renee, rap does talk about it in a very crude way. And so I think that, and as a general rule, it's not the best genre to be listening to. And, again, like, I can't say that I, like, avoid all immoral songs like I think that's no, something I, I definitely don't <laughs> anything that like pumps me up I'm like let's go and sometimes rap does that for me and then like a few days later I'll be like I really don't feel great that I'm listening to that and again I think it goes back to like it's hard to pick something that you can listen to that you enjoy that doesn't have bad messages mm-hmm. so that's always a struggle but another thing I just like think about too is most people will say like oh it's just one person like it doesn't make a difference like the genre is gonna go on no matter what I do. But I think, like, everything starts with one person. So, yeah, you really have to, like, think about, you know, what are you trying to put out into the world? Especially because it's true. Most of the world does clamor for this type of stuff. So you have to be the one person that stands out. So now on to books. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't really have that much to say for books because I think it's, like, you know, see movie section for books. But 
I do want to say that, like, just because you're reading doesn't mean that it's moral. Like, doesn't mean that you should be reading it. Oh, I think gosh, a lot of no. people <laughs> think, like, well, I'm reading, so it's okay, because it's, like, intellectual. Like, no, <laughs> no. not quite. Um, but I think it is a little bit harder with books, because sometimes you can just pick up a book and think that it's totally fine, and then all of a sudden it takes a turn, and, like, oof. Um, so, I mean, you know, give yourself a little bit of, cur- like, cut yourself a little bit of slack there but just like movies like most novels might have like a steamy scene in them but you can skip them like you could like like flip the pages you can tell when they're coming so like you know you don't have to not read a book I, I mean in my opinion just because it has like one steamy scene just just skip it um but like I said before like know your limits if you're not mature enough to skip those scenes don't you shouldn't be reading books like that um and if you need any book recommendations let me know because I can have a, I have a few. Or so. hit me up because you know the classics don't have. A lot That's of not bad true. <laughs> That's not always true. I said don't have a lot. The ones that I have been reading have been mostly fine. Yeah, so. well, Anna Karenina is a classic, and that is literally about cheating oh, yes. on your husband. That's so true. That's true. It's not always a go-to with classics. Yeah, That's 1984 trip. is not great either. I had. Not, oh yeah. Not not that like, one. Brave New World. I oh, read. Yeah, Brave New I World read, was actually terrifying. I read Brave New World junior year. It's. Very inappropriate. I don't think anyone should be reading that well, book. That's the thing with books like that is like the point is that it's, it's like, in a, yeah. yeah. The point is that it's immoral and like we need to avoid that. Right. So it's a little bit different than But it's like, hypocritical a because you're still novel. Yeah. I, no, I know, I know. And I <laughs> I read it and I was like, This is a terrifying book and this should never happen and it was like scary and it's actually my brother's favorite book because it talks about like and it, it actually is it, very prophetic. Yes, it's very prophetic, and he's saying, like, how it has a lot to do with what our world is experiencing right Mm -hmm. now. It does. We should do an episode on that. Ugh. (laughs) As long as I don't have to reread it. (laughs) Yeah, like, books like that, like, it's hard. I feel like, because some books, yes, they hold it up as an example, like, for what you should not do. But then again, it's, like, also a little bit too explicit for just, like, I think for it to be, like, okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, yeah, Brave New World is just nasty. <laughs> I don't I don't think anyone in high school should be reading that book. No, probably not. But you know what? I just finished A Tale of Two Cities, she and did. that one is clean, guys. Yeah, <laughs> I also just finished a book called Rules of Civility, and that one was had no scenes whatsoever in it. It was really... I, it wasn't my favorite book, but it was definitely, like, a quick read, so check that one out. That one's pretty good, too. Frankenstein by Mary Shelley. That one was really good. That's a classic that doesn't have any scenes. I should probably read that. It's very good. 10 out of 10. Put it on my list. You guys, I have a massive list going of books. Yeah, Yeah. well, they're all pretty much classics, yeah. Okay, so basically, like, I don't know, we don't really have a lot to say, but, like, the moral of this episode is... Be moral. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Also, like, it's just... I'm still trying to figure out how to do it, you yeah, know? Yeah, we're, like, we're pretty hypocritical when it I comes to this stuff. I love going to the movie theater. Me too, I miss and, it. And, you know, the movies in the movie theater are not great. Yeah, you can't you know? skip And you the can't theater. skip anything. You can close your eyes, though. You can close your eyes, but it's still really difficult, you know, to try and be do, like, the fun things that our society offers and at the same time be, like, very prudent about what you're looking at and what you're viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like we're out here being like, oh, you can't watch this and you can't watch, you can't listen to this and blah, blah, blah. Like, we're still trying to figure it out, too. And this was just 
kind of like getting our ideas this is out like there. our stream of consciousness yes yes and trying to encourage you to at least like think about your own media use like for me like i was saying like one of the things that i really struggle with is music and like lately mm-hmm. i've been thinking about it a lot more and like the playlist that spotify makes for you like the main few i always listen to those but then sometimes when i look at my playlist i'm like oh my gosh this is what spotify thinks that i want to be listening to and i look at it ob- like objectively and i'm like i don't want this to be part of my like what my profile is based on if you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I'm trying to like figure out like how to listen to songs that have much better morals to them um and at least for the most part clean up my Spotify wrapped (laughs) yeah I recommend the band Wild Rivers to anyone um who's looking for like a good like decently ish clean band I mean like there's it's not perfect but it's pretty good actually I was just thinking about that yeah I mean I could give a thousand suggestions but I'm not going to because we're wrapping up our episode (laughs) (laughs) also happy feast of St. Joseph and St. Patrick obviously they've already been celebrated but it's still exciting I was just thinking but we need to like start like looking at the week ahead so Mm. that when the episode comes out it's actually relevant still happy annunciation of our lord fun fact (laughs) I'm doing a Marian consecration for this day so (gasps) it's very exciting so that's the future (laughs) feast so I will be partying it up on Thursday the 25th and by partying it up I mean going to the 510 mass (laughs) also you know don't mind if I do just let you guys know this weekend is (laughs) something special for me it's my birthday birthday. yay she's turning 20 i'm so jealous i want to be 20 so bad yeah i don't know renee has this weird obsession with the 20s i'm literally because you're not your teenager anymore like (laughs) i'm literally terrified of my 20s but no i'm really excited i'm excited for my birthday i always love birthdays so yeah not me (laughs) not a birthday fan all right that's all we got for you today follow us on instagram at fiat podcast We'd love to hear from you. Renee will give you media suggestions on there, yeah, probably. And Who knows? Um, you can also email us if you don't do social media. That's cool, too. Podcastfiat at gmail.com. Yep. We love hearing from you guys. Yay. All right. We're going to wrap it up, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Have a blessed Lent. Bye.